Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us this morning. So glad to know people tune in here live. I know all the way out from the east on the west. I'm on the east coast. Tune in live from the west coast where it's 530 in the morning. Welcome. Those of you who come from the west coast. Some even tune in from other countries. And I know it's at an inconvenient time. I'm so glad you're a part of our community. And if you're new today, a special welcome to you. We've been looking at spiritual warfare, spiritual battle, and the battle that we face really is a battle of ideas. When we look at the, the, the spiritual armor that God gave us in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 6, it begins with the belt of truth. It ends with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and in between every bit of it is involved with knowing what's true and what's right. Our enemy, our spiritual enemy, is a liar and a deceiver. Notice what Jesus said here. It says of Jesus that he came to destroy the works of the devil. Let's read from 1 John chapter 3. Little children, make sure no one deceives you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who practices sin is of the devil, For the devil has sinned from the beginning. Now look at what it says. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. Yes, he came to save us from our sins. But he came for more than that. He wants to take the enemy's domain. He wants to invade the enemy's domain and bring in the light of God, bring in the kingdom of God, bring in the truth of God, bring in the love of God, bring in the reality of God, and this is what he wants to do. And he invites us to be part of it. And it, it is a spiritual battle. No, this is not a battle we fight with guns, bullets. This is a battle of faith. This is a battle of ideas. And we believe that ideas are always more powerful than bullets. I'm reminded of a quote by Joseph Stalin, I believe it was, from years ago. And he said this, Ideas have always been more powerful than bullets. We didn't let them have bullets. What made you think we'd let them have ideas? Of course, Stalin was the dictator of the Soviet Union, a cruel, brutal man. And he said it clearly. Ideas are more powerful than bullets. They're more powerful than guns. Never stop believing that. Never stop believing that the ideas that are found in the Word of God, the ideas, the teaching, the truth found in the Bible, the truth in Jesus Christ and His words is more powerful than anything else. It is a test of faith. Hebrews 4.12 tells the Word of God is powerful, more powerful than any two-edged sword. It is a test of faith when it looks like the world has the power, it looks like they're advancing, It looks like money is the power. It looks like force is the power. Violence is the power. No, there's power in our our ideas. It takes longer. It takes faith. It takes patience. But we are a part of this, and Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil by bearing witness to the truth. And notice, we also are to do this. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 10, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but they're divinely powerful for the the destruction of fortresses or demonic strongholds, demonic uh, 
fortresses, strongholds that he has, that he uses. We're called to destroy them. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. We are too. And what are these? What is, how, what's this involved? We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. You see how important it is? The truth, the ideas, the speculations, the things raised up against the knowledge of God. This is where we are called to do battle. Last night I was watching a, a video and, and uh, an interview with Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA. Great group, by the way. I don't know him personally, but I think really highly of everyone I've ever met with them. And, uh, and he issued a challenge that I'd like to issue to us, and that is this. Don't lie to anyone, and don't let anyone lie to you. Well, I thought this fits right in with what we've been talking about. The focus the last two weeks really has been prayer and what we want to talk to God about, and praying that we destroy these strongholds through targeted, strategic prayers. We identify the demonic strongholds in our our lives, or our family, or our church, or our culture, and we pray specifically against lies like intellectual pride, uh, the, the, the sexual revolution and immorality, the LGBTQ, etc., the uh, uh, greed, and we, we mentioned quite a few areas that we would target our prayers against. But here I thought this was interesting, because we also talk to people. And we also are, it does no good if we hold our lies to ourselves, or we hold our truth to ourselves and never talk to anyone else. And what did he say? Don't let anyone lie to you. Don't lie to anyone and don't let anyone lie to you. And they said, that'd be tougher than you realize. And I've got to say, I agree with that. That's a difficult thing to do. We live in a world, it says in 1 Timothy 4 verse 1, in the last days, he said, there would be a, a growth of, of demonic, of deceptive spirits. As a matter of fact, I have this as a verse. I think I forgot to put it up, but let me read it for you. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, the Spirit explicitly says, the Spirit explicitly says that in the last days, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Don't let this happen to you. Some would fall away from the faith. We're seeing this in our culture. We're seeing this in our families. Some of us are seeing this, you're tempted yourself. Some in our churches, people in our churches are falling away from the faith. They've, been, they've paid attention. They've listened to deceitful spirits. And so the challenge, don't you lie to anyone? Well, that's one we all ought to know. We know as Christians we don't lie. We don't bear false witness. But he goes a step further. Don't let anyone lie to you. Don't pay attention to them. Don't allow that to happen. Don't listen to lies. I was reminded that he said this of uh, Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Now, some of you may not know who he was. He was a famous dissident, perhaps the most famous dissident in the former Soviet Union. And he suffered greatly in the gulag or their concentration camps before he was expelled from the country. His last talk, his last essay, shall we say, before he left the Soviet Union was called Live Not By Lies. You can look it up online. It's worth reading. It's not that long. It'll only take you two, three minutes to read it. But it's so related to the day we live in, to our day. 
And what he challenged the, his fellow professors, fellow influencers, fellow philosophers, fellow thinkers, news media, etc., people who had influence, he said, I'm not calling you to do what I did. I went to the gulag. I lost everything. I lost all I had. I suffered in a prison. I was tortured. Some of you cannot do that. And he said, I understand that. But at least I ask you to stop living by lies. Don't promote. You, if you speak the truth, you may, the price may be more than you can pay. And indeed, in our day, the price may be more than you can pay. Some of you may, you speak the truth, you may lose a job. Some of you speak the truth, it may cost you dearly. And I will admit that with me, I go out and speak on campus. People love it. Some of you donate to me so I can speak the truth. I do better by speaking the truth. Some of you pay a heavy cost to speak the truth. And so and so Solzhenitsyn says, I realize some of you can't do that. You have families to feed. You have some, uh, jobs. To, you, have, you have responsibilities. He said, at least don't live by lies. What a challenge. Don't, let, don't tell lies and don't let people lie to you. You may, not have to, you, you may not be in a place where you can always speak the truth, but don't lie to people and don't let them lie to you. Solzhenitsyn said this, quote, uh, you can resolve to live your life with integrity. Let your credo be this. Let the lie come into the world. Let it even triumph, but not through me. What a challenge. The lie might come into the world. They, uh, people who lie might have tremendous power in our, in our educational institutions or in the corporate world or in the government or in the media or wherever they are. The lie might even triumph, but it's not going to triumph through me. And that's where we draw the line. I thought, what a wonderful challenge. This is, this is not to, to not lie to anyone. You say, well, that, I, I don't lie to anyone. Well, what pronouns do you use when you call a person? Do you bend and say what they want to be said, or do you speak what's true? What do you say when about God? What do you say about the Bible? What do you say about other people's religion? The Bible says there's one way to heaven, one way to eternal life, one way to find God. What When people talk about all that matters is you have a faith, do you go along with that? Again, you may not be able to stand up and preach the gospel, but that doesn't mean you have to acquiesce to what's being said that is false. What happens when we do that? Notice what it says here about listening. Proverbs 17, verse 4, an evildoer listens to wicked lips. A liar pays attention to a destructive tongue. Wow. That's saying, like that, that's saying a liar is not only the one who says the bad stuff, but a, a, a liar likes to listen to lies. Don't listen to them. You, you don't have to hear everything. You don't have to be exposed to everything. Uh, ex- excuse yourself from the conversation if that's the way you have to do it. Don't listen to the lies. Don't, don't pay attention. Be careful where you get your information. We are, we are in, in undated with information. We get so much that sometimes we just say, I, have, I don't know what to think because I'm just overwhelmed. Be careful who you listen to. We, a couple weeks ago, we talked about false pro- wolves in sheep's clothing and false prophets. Remember, a fruit is known by its tree. Be careful who you listen to. If you've got plenty of time to consider both sides, that's one thing. But if not, then figure out who's a good fruit, who's a good tree, who do I want to listen to, who do I want to allow to help me 
filter the information I need to be learning in life because because an evildoer listens to a destructive tongue. But look what else happens here. Like a trampled spring in a polluted well is a righteous man who gives way before the wicked. Proverbs 25, verse 26. What's this saying? Folks, I have seen this. I see it in the college campus all the time. The pressure to say you believe things that you don't, the pressure to give in to false ideas. I see it in the creation evolution argument. I see people who who don't believe in evolution, who believe God created us, but they'll write down different things on a test. They'll go along with the group. And before long, that by osmosis, they have yielded. They gave way. And now they're believing these things. And now they're they're confused. And it starts with, it starts with, I know what I believe. I'll go along to get the grade. I'll go along because I don't want to be made fun of. I'll write down these answers. I begin to have doubts. And now I begin to doubt the Bible. And now I don't know what to believe. And they're spun into confusion. And they become like a trampled spring, like a polluted well, like, like, like you want to drink out of a muddy water. You want a clear spring where you can see a, a spring of water. You want it where you can see clearly. You don't want one where it's all muddy and polluted. And that's what it's saying we can become like. When we give way to lies, again, it may not require you stand up and refute them. It may not require that you be strong. I mean, some people can argue the truth. I'm one who can do it. I'm skilled in apologetics. I've honed this skill. I, I need to stand up. You may not do it the same way I do, but don't promote the lie. Don't give way. Don't listen to the lie. Don't participate. Don't allow it to affect you. You don't want to become a trampled spring or polluted well. You don't want to be fall away from the faith because of the deceitful spirits that are proliferating in the last days. My friends, as we talk about this series on spiritual warfare, we pray to God strategically, powerfully. We also speak the truth to people. If you can, do it. If you know what to say, do it. But at minimum, at minimum, don't lie to people and don't let them lie to you. Amen? Oh, Father in heaven, we thank you for the truth of Jesus Christ. Jesus, you came to bear witness to the truth. You told us that the truth sets people free. You gave us as a spiritual armor, the first, the first aspect, gird up your loins with a belt of truth. You've given us the word of God, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword. It is true. Your word is true. Oh, Father, might we in a day where there's deceptive spirits, all these strongholds that we've talked about the last two weeks, Lord, we know that there is strong teaching, strong spirits. It's a spiritual thing, uh, uh, trying to get us to believe what is false and for the evil one to establish a stronghold in us or in our families or in our churches or in our country. And I pray, Father, that not only would we speak to you about this, but when we interact with others, give us wisdom shrewdness, courage, accuracy, faith, that we would not speak lies to others and we would not let them speak lies to us. Help us know, Lord, the times when we should 
we should challenge someone and speak back and challenge what they're saying. Help us know the times when we just need to leave the conversation, maybe leave the room, just not participate. Help us know the times when in our mind we need to block them. But I pray, Father, we would not become like a trampled spring or polluted well because we have given way before the wicked, because we we let them trample over us, and then we become confused. Give us this integrity and raise up in our day, Lord. Raise up more and more men and women. Raise up people from this these videos who will know how to defend the truth, how to speak the truth, and how to and how to do it with wisdom and in a way to win. We thank you, your truth will prevail. We thank you by your word and by prayer, we can and will prevail. You came to destroy the works of the devil and you won't fail. You've given us mighty spiritual weapons and we won't fail either. And we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name, we pray and give you this day. Amen. Amen and amen. Wow. I love the word of God and I love to pray over it. I know, I, I hope you join us regularly. I, I don't know many other YouTube sites that both teach the Word of God and then pray about the Word of God. There's a lot of teaching out there and praise God for it, but we gotta pray as well, right here on YouTube live. And so I thank you for joining me. Those of you here live, 8.30 a.m., thank you. Those who watch later in the day, God bless you for being a part of it. And even those who are listening to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast platforms, God bless you. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll join our community. Subscribe to the channel. All of you, like the button. Give a thumbs up on the way out. And uh, it, it helps our placement on YouTube. That's one way you can help our channel grow because we need to be a mighty army. We're thank The Lord doesn't need many of you to save. He used Gideon's, Gideon's 300. And no matter how many of us are here, we can be mighty for God. But we live in a big country, in a big world. And we want more and more ambassadors for Christ. Amen. So until we meet tomorrow, might God fill you with strength and courage, and might He lift you up. Might the Spirit of God bless you today. Trust in Him. Look to Him. If trials come your way, if difficulty comes your way, look to Him. Look up to the Lord. He'll understand. He'll be with you. He'll strengthen you. I love you guys. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.